G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We're back again today talking with a ministry called The World Needs a Father. And Andrew Houghton is back with us talking about how we all need to perfect our roles as fathers. And that might be an impossibility, but let's give it a go. Andrew Houghton, a special welcome back to 2020. Okay, thank you. Andrew, let's start with the idea that it's impossible to be perfect as a father, but it's a good aspiration to have. What are your thoughts? I think it is very difficult to be perfect as a father. We've all made mistakes. I've made lots of mistakes in my journey as a father, as a husband. But the the beauty of of the Christian life and the beauty of um, seeking perfection is the ability to to pick yourself up, is to seek forgiveness and to to seek restoration and and to move on. One of the big problems we have in life is that we make a mistake and we wallow in that place of of, of having made a mistake, of unforgiveness, of anger, of frustration. And I have no doubt that really as as a father and as a man seeking to be a good father, seeking to be a good husband, seeking to be a good role model, when I make a mistake, I need to brush myself up and stand up and start again. It's an old cliche, but it's very true. For a lot of men, I suspect they'll be thinking that being a good father is what we've seen in the role models on television, on the Hollywood movies. But when you and I have spoken on previous occasions, we've talked about God as the father. And of course, He is the perfect father, and Jesus said, if you've seen me, then you've seen the father. There is a certain image that Jesus has. What value do you think there is in seeing the image of Jesus as the perfection of fatherhood? Because when he was walking the earth, he didn't have children, and yet he is like a father to us all. Absolutely. I think it's... it's in understanding Jesus, um, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking as a theologian here, but the, the dimension of, of the practical side of his life. So if we, if we were to look at his relationship with his disciples, um, it, it was, there was a training element. It, it was he chose men who were an unlikely choice. He, he spent three years with them. He lived with them. He breathed with them. He ate with them. He, he spent time with them. He, he trained them. He equipped them. He modeled um, a way of treating people that, that was different to, to the world in which he lived. I think one of the key roles for us as fathers is that we model to our children um, a different way of living to the way of the world. And so by, if you take that by implication, we see what Jesus modeled in the way he treated people, the way he forgave people, the way he honored people, the way that he lifted people up. He spoke life into situations on a, a very pure, practical, physical level, then I think that's an aspiration for us as fathers. For, with our children, we are there to lift them up. We're there to encourage them. We're there to 
speak life. We're there to disciple them. We're there to discipline them. We're there to guide them. We're there to point them to their best that they can ever be. And, and, and that is surely what Jesus was doing for us. You're here in Australia now establishing the ministry, The World Needs a Father. People will go through a sort of a framework training course with you. What sort of things do you cover in your program of The World Needs a Father? We start with um, the compelling reason. Why Why would you do this course? Why would you believe that um, to be a good father is important in the world today? And each of us would come with a different compelling reason. That That provides a, a framework then one of the next things that we look at and we have found immensely popular and we've spoken about it on this program is the seasons of life is understanding where as a father um, you have influence on your children when you are the seasons when you influence is less understanding their own seasons of your life and and that's been an area which um, we have found in Asia men are absolutely fascinated by and, and it's helped them make changes in their life we also look at um, the roles of men and women, how, how um, if you're going to be a good father, how you work with your wife. And, and because none of this teaching in the world needs a father is, is about male exclusivity and, and, and um, excluding women. It's about respecting and honoring and loving your wives and, and the mothers of your children and working as a team. So there has to be some understanding of the differences between men and women and, and the strengths we each bring to the, the family situation. So that if you like, those are foundation, foundational. We've got four specific areas that we address um, under the world needs a father for men. Um, if you were going to do this framework, and I love that word, Neil, that, that as, uh, this, uh, it's, uh, it is we're providing a framework. And the first one is, is that the father is, is providing a moral authority. Now, most people don't know what moral authority is. It's one of those things we have to explain on the course. But moral authority includes understanding your purpose, your vision, why we're there, how you're leading your family. It includes um, understanding moral authority that Jesus was a, a man in submission to his father. And as a man, you, as a father, you need to have relationship with mentors, with older men, with peer groups who hold you accountable to the things you, you, you feel you should be doing. And and one of the areas we address is how you get moral authority in your life. And as Christians, we believe that's word-based, Bible-based, um, reading the word, working with the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to change you. Um, a second area that's really important is that the father confers identity on his children. Um, this is, is, is critical because the father is like a life coach. The, the, the father is setting an example. So many men, you're involved with sport, aren't you? You, you, you listen to your coach. The coach sets the strategy. He sets the direction. Um, and he, sets, he, he forms the identity of the team. Well, fathers, we're called to help set the identity of our family, not in isolation from our wife, but in agreement. And identity includes understanding who you are, what the values you are, the friends that you choose, um, the, 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 the way that you operate your life. Identity covers so much. And I can tell you that I know I go to restaurants and coffee shops and, and sometimes we're served by young people, young ladies or young men, and you can tell the ones who are confident in who they are and we can tell the ones who are probably, not always, but probably fatherless. I've had some most amazing conversations in coffee shops. 
The third area that we address is emotional stability. And one of the teachings that we do, and I love this teaching, is that the man is like the thermostat on the air conditioning and the woman, the wife, is the thermometer. The thermostat controls the atmosphere of a home. An angry man will have an angry home. Uh, a bitter man will have a bitter home. Um, an alcoholic man will will find issues related to that. An absent man will result in a big void in the family. You see, you can be fatherless living in a home with a father if the father is not emotionally engaged. Some powerful things you're sharing here, Andrew, and uh, particularly when you talk about going to that restaurant and recognising that there are some who've served you and you can almost accurately tell whether they had a good fatherhood environment. We all want the best for our children, don't we? I wonder whether this is something that people would turn down easily for no reason at all when they recognise what's on the line here because when you want the best for your children, you need to take some time to be able to shape your own fatherhood so that you're making the most effective opportunity. And in an earlier conversation, we talked about a window of opportunity, taking a hold of the window of opportunity when you can and being prepared for that. Indeed, one of the issues of being a father is that if you are damaged, so if, if you, the wounds that we carry, and we all carry a wound, in, in some way, we would call it father wounds and mother wounds. And this is an area that we cover in this, in, in this framework, in this course. Those wounds, unless you deal with them, will, will, will be effectively transmitted to the next generation. And, and you can, it, it's not a hard and fast rule, but you will see it. Um, if you were to look in your family, you would find, um, um, in a, even in a family tree, you will see traits multiplied down the generations. You'll see the same in, in the same way as we have a physical DNA, there's a spiritual and an emotional DNA that can, comes down. So the, a, a good example of that would be, um, and, and, and your point would be, Neil, that we have to deal with our own rubbish first. If we don't deal with our own stuff, then we are not going to be able to um, guide what our children my mother um, used to say to me, Andrew, don't do as I do, uh, do as I say. Well, that, that's terrible advice, actually, because we model our behavior on what we see. And you can't afford to let this slip because if you want your children to grow up to be good fathers or, let's say, good mothers, let's say even role model citizens or citizens of the kingdom of God, uh, then you're going to be affecting generation upon generation. But if you fail in this area, uh, you fail your children, you fail your grandchildren, you fail the generations for the future. So there's no room for error here. Indeed, there's no room for error. But one of the beauties of the kingdom of God is the, in my experience, he is the God of the second chance and the third chance. So maybe a word to grandfathers or grandparents listening to this. You could read, you could do our course, you could look at this and you could say, horrors, I made many mistakes. I didn't know this. I, I didn't treat things well. I didn't treat my children well. I, I had no idea about this this material. And the beauty is, and I, and I speak from experience here, that even as a grandfather, you are able to come back, you're able to revisit, you, you, you are able to influence your grandchildren. 
So at this time, I've got my uh, granddaughters and my grandson here from Hong Kong, and I am taking every opportunity to to spend time with them and to impart some with the with the parents' blessing. I can't override the parents, but as a grandfather and and with my wife as a grandmother, we can influence that next generation. So a word to say to to men and women: it's not too late. There's always an opportunity. Um, even in, in this uh, later stage of life. So even if you've been a fatherhood failure, it's not too late. God is the God of second chances, and you ought not to leave it unattended if you feel like you've failed in so many areas as a father, to actually get up on the horse here and to make a difference and to change the way that your children and potentially your grandchildren will actually look at fatherhood for their own lives, for their own families. Let me point people to the websites where you can connect with The World Needs a Father. Andrew Houghton, he has spent many years in other nations like Hong Kong and in Taiwan establishing this program. It's in 75 countries around the world. He's getting things established here in Australia, looking to make new friends, contacts and leaders in regional areas who can take people through a program, a framework, which is all about fatherhood. The world needs a father. Here's the website, theworldneedsafather.com. Andrew Houghton. Thanks so much for updating us once again today on 2020. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.